Hey, I'm Alana Bonneman, naturopath and holistic nutritionist. This podcast is dedicated to reclaiming your health by harnessing yourself as your biggest asset. Get ready because this is where we stand up for your body's ability to heal, go against outdated norms and say yes to change. Creating true and lasting success all from the inside out. Thank you so much for being here. This is the Health After 30 podcast and let's get started. Hello friends and welcome back to another episode of the Health After 30 podcast. Alana Bonneman here with you and today I want to talk about how we can look after our gut health after we've taken antibiotics because antibiotics are such a common thing that we all take and it's not yet common practice that we look after our gut after we've taken them. So this episode, I kind of want to talk about what we can do, what I do in practice, what I do if my kids have taken it, what I do if I've taken antibiotics, and how we can promote gut health, and more specifically, how we can do that through nutrition. So we know that our gut houses a diverse community of millions and trillions of microbes. And these, like collectively, this is known as our gut microbiome and our gut microbiome has a crucial role in our overall health. Not only are they important for digesting and assimilating uh, nutrients and vitamins, but our gut is also strongly related with how our immune system works, how our mood is. It houses, you know, serotonin. And so in this way, it affects our overall health. And when we take antibiotics, while they are you know, lifesavers sometimes, they still go in and completely annihilate everything. Antibiotics. A biotic is bacteria. So it's taking away the bad bacteria. It's taking away the good bacteria. And as I said, while they are sometimes lifesavers, we've kind of become too reliant on them. So we're also getting to the stage where there's this resistance, antibiotics resistance, which means that The next time, and as a collective, not just you personally, but as a collective, it's getting harder to treat in the future because where the bacteria is kind of developing a little bit of resistance, they're getting used to what the antibiotics do. So it's getting harder for the next time. With that in mind, we don't want to take antibiotics for everything, but when they are needed, um, obviously take them. And so now let's focus what we can do after we've taken them, how can we recolonize a good, healthy gut microbiome so we do have this overall, not only digestive health, but also the immune and the mood and just, you know, better skin and our overall health after antibiotics. So as I mentioned before, when we take antibiotics, we are taking out the good and the bad. This means after you've taken a course of antibiotics, how you eat is going to be the foundation of the recolonization of your gut microbiomes. So after you've taken a course of antibiotics, if you're not diligent about what we're putting into ourselves and you know into our digestive, digestive tract, then we might be promoting an environment which has more kind of, let's just simply say, bad bacteria. Bacteria which are a bit more opportunistic to create... Um, an imbalance in our gut microbiome. And this imbalance or this dysbiosis might look like bloating. It might look like an an inflammatory in any way um, response in your body. It might 
look like not being able to assimilate or digest nutrients. It might be a weight issue. So, or it could also be a mood or a, also immune imbalance as well. If we're not mindful of what we eat, this, it, this may occur. When we start to be a bit mindful of what we're doing post antibiotics, then we can lay the grounds for, you know, a good gut flora. So we have a strong immune system. Our moods are balanced. We are digesting, assimilating foods. Our inflammation is low. So I want to talk you through how to do that through nutrition. I want to give you specific strategies of how to restore your gut health after antibiotics through nutrition. I do this in three ways. We want to increase diversity. We want to increase pre and probiotic foods. And that's a two-step approach. And we want to increase fiber. So I'm going to talk, I'm going to go, I'm going to go a bit deeper into all of these three things. So when I say diversity, this means colorful. It means rainbow food. It means eating something different every day and at every meal, not having mono meals and not having even mono vegetables that we're eating. So a very, really simple rule that I like to follow is if you ate it yesterday, don't eat it again today. And this way you just create diversity in your diet. Diversity in your diet means diversity in our gut microbiome. And as we know, there are so many millions of trillions of uh, bacteria in there. And oftentimes we think, well, why not just take a probiotic? And I'm going to go into this next when I talk about pre and probiotics, but we need to think of these probiotic supplements like, wow, they're great. Perhaps there's not enough research done to know that we are really replenishing all of the probiotics with a supplement. Um, they all, you know, these multi strains, they do contain thousands and millions of and trillions of bacteria and they can be beneficial. But personally, I don't just rely on one supplement to help after antibiotics. We need to really go in with a holistic approach and from all our way to support our digestion. So when we're thinking about probiotics, we need to always think about prebiotics at the same time. And your prebiotics are in essence, the food to the probiotics. Prebiotics kind of lay the foundation. They lay the groundwork for the healthy gut bacteria to feast on. And so we need to incorporate these into our diets. Prebiotic foods include Jerusalem artichoke, raw leeks, asparagus, garlic, onions, radishes, tomatoes, chia seeds or flax seeds. And so we want to be having these in our diets alongside our probiotics. You might be already familiar with what probiotic foods are. The very typical ones are these fermented foods. So we've got, you know, the sauerkrauts, the kimchi, kefir, fermented vegetables. And I would even say that whether you've had antibiotics or not, we want to be having these every single day anyway. You know, just a small, small part with our overall meal. So yogurts with live culture is also a probiotic. And so when we eat prebiotics and probiotics together, we're going to promote overall gut health. And the thing is, is you're going to be eating anyway. We may as well be eating the foods that are going to promote an excellent gut microbiome, right? Do you ever feel like you know what you need to do in order to get to your feel-good weight, your feel-good body, your feel-good health, but you struggle to actually make it happen? 
you're not alone. Many of us are well aware of the importance of eating healthy and exercising, and you probably even know that managing stress, balancing your blood sugar levels, and your gut health play a crucial role. Yet putting these health practices into action can be so challenging. And the thing is, it's not just about knowing what to do. We have to know how to apply it, which is why I've created a free hands-on workshop. I want to show you the tools and strategies to help you think, feel, and act in ways that support your unique health goals, empowering you to create a vibrant and thriving body you're proud of. At the moment, I'm running live workshops, so secure your spot today by visiting alanabonneman.com forward slash workshop, or click the link in the show notes. If you're ready to take action, come and partake in the next workshop, and I look forward to seeing you there. So the third thing is fiber. And fiber, is, I mean, in a simple form, you can kind of think of it as fruits, vegetables, whole grains. Um, but there are different types of fiber that do different types of things in the gut. And the type of dietary fiber that we're really focusing on here is the fiber that goes through and is not fully digested. So it kind of passes through your stomach um, and your bowels without much change. It doesn't get completely broken down. It kind of adds to the stool to help pack it and make it good for a full evacuation. So within this, we've got three types of fiber. We've got soluble fiber. This is like oats, seeds, lentils, legumes, psyllium husk, the flesh of fruits and vegetables. And this helps absorb water, slows down digestion, and kind of softens your, your stool. Then we've got the insoluble fiber, and this adds bulk and helps push out that full evacuation. And this is our whole grains um, and cereals. It's our nuts, and it's the skin of the fruits and vegetables. And then the third type of fiber is our resistant starch. And resistant starch is essential for feeding our good gut bacteria. And the way that we want to do this is through what's called the cooked and cooled method. So when we think about resistant starch, we th- you can simply think about pasta, rice, potatoes, and, and chickpeas as well. So the cooked and cooled method is by cooking them up, these foods, letting them cool, and then eating them. You can reheat them again, and they're still going to have a high amount of resistant starch. And again, that resistant starch is feeding the good gut bacteria. So what I like to do is I get potatoes, I'll cook a whole bunch in one sitting, and then I'll put them in the fridge. So later on, if I'm making another meal with potatoes, potato wedges or um, mashed potato or potato salad, whatever it is, potatoes and eggs, um, I can use them. And it's also saving a lot of time in the cooking process in the kitchen as well. So how can we incorporate this into our, like, diversity in what we're eating, pre and probiotics, and also fiber. We want to be getting these in with every meal and snack. So I want to give you a little snapshot of how that can look. So we think about breakfast, you can have birch, like you can have cooked oats, which have been, you know, again, this resistant starch, it's like the pastas and the potatoes and the rice you can cook and let it cool and have it the next day. We have oats with nuts and seeds and yogurt for a snack. We can have something like a piece of fruit, let's say a pear with some nuts. For lunch, we can have a garden salad with mixed beans, some raw onions in there. You can also have some Jerusalem artichoke, 
Um, I actually like to make Jerusalem artichokes similar to a mashed potato. Um, yeah, it's, it's actually quite sweet and quite nice. Um, snacks again, thinking like a nut butter or a hummus with vegetable sticks and stir fry with rice, you know, for a dinner. So something like this. This is how we're making sure that we're getting our um, fiber at every meal and snack. Yogurt is a way to increase our probiotics into our food. Um, having a garden salad with a fermented vegetable on top, pickles or sauerkraut. This is a way of increasing our um, fermented foods. If we're putting, you know, some sliced onions in there, raw onions into a salad, if you can handle that. Um, this also brings in that prebiotic and that probiotic factor. A ripe banana and yogurt. Ripe bananas, again, um, it's you know, part of the prebiotic, which I might have not mentioned actually, but yeah, ripe bananas with the yogurt. Again, nice fiber, pre and probiotic actions. So we want to make sure that we're doing this with every meal and snack. This is what we can do even if we're not post antibiotic use, but we need to be doing this, especially once we've just taken antibiotics. So when we think of what to do once we've finished a course of antibiotics, we want to make the foundation of an excellent ground for our good bacteria to feed on. As I mentioned before, you're going to be eating anyway, so you may as well be eating food which are going to support, you know, a good place for the good bacteria, good gut bacteria to recolonize. And you can do this at least for one to two weeks. And if not, just keep it a part of your daily routine for as long as you can. I hope you're able to take something away from today's episode. If you have a friend or a family member who you think might also enjoy this, then please feel free to share it with them. Gut health is essential for our overall well-being. And once we've taken antibiotics, it's so essential to replenish, recolonize, and make a good, a good groundwork for our good gut bacteria to thrive in again. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Alana Bonneman. Be well, and I'll catch you in the next episode.